Good day, everyone. I am Tony P, and this is Tony P Oddcast. Can you believe I just read that off of a piece of paper? Hey, do you have your own odd story you want to share you think should be on the show? Go to TonyPHenderson.com, and there's a button. It says Submit a Story. You can just send me a link, send me the story, whatever. I may use it on the show and give you a shout out. Fox News. All right, so let me let me let me start off by saying, look, I don't talk politics. That is um, one of the main reasons I created the show. I don't I don't like politics in my news constantly. Um, I just think it's it's negative and and puts everyone against each other. But but that doesn't mean I'm I'm against an article that may mention some political stuff. You'll know what I mean in a minute, and I think you'll understand. So bear with me. This is not a political article, but it does have some politics in it. All right. So so let me see if you let me know if you agree this makes sense and you're okay with this. Fox News, Trump says he will take a look at pardoning Joe Exotic from the Tiger King. See, I told you, right? That's that's okay. That That's all right. One of the biggest hits during the coronavirus, aside from the uh, presidential press briefings, has been a show on Netflix called Tiger King. And the man who is the star of this, former zoo owner, who's serving a 22-year prison sentence, he's asking for a pardon saying he was unfairly convicted. Hey, you know, he also uh, ran for president in, what are we, what year is this, 2020? Maybe 2016. He was one of those, like, umpteen billion candidates that were trying to, trying to run. So a reporter asked Trump, said, hey, your son was joking that he was going to advocate for, for pardoning uh, Joe Exotic. And so Trump asked, well, which son? It must be Don. And they, in fact, it was Don Jr. So Trump said, I had a feeling it was. And Trump responded. He said, I, I don't know. I don't do impressions. I mean, uh, fake news, Trump, fake news. I don't know. I know nothing about him. That's as good as you're going to get. He has 22 years for what? What'd he do? Uh, so the reporter said, hey, you know, allegedly he hired someone to murder an animal's right activist. And Trump interjected. So, well, well, did he do it? Are you on his side? Are you recommending a pardon? And the the reporter said, you know, of course, obviously, you can't you can't do that. You'd be criticized, and you know, but that made me wonder. I mean, and again, I don't get into politics, and I don't mean to pick a side, but I think we can all agree, Trump is already criticized, right? That's a fair statement. He's he's clearly criticized. All presidents are criticized. He's criticized probably way more. Whether or not good reason or not, I'll leave that up to you guys to decide and talk amongst your friends. My point is, why not pardon the Tiger King? Why not? You're worried about criticism. All the other there's plenty of things to get criticized for. Free the Tiger King. Free him. Carol Baskins killed her husband. I'm just saying. But anyway, Trump went on to say, I'm not weighing in on Tiger King, but I do like the name Joe Exotic. Why would you say that, man? Just 
Just leave it be. Maybe he'll, can you change? You, you, you can't change your vice president. Can you? Maybe it'll be Trump, Trump and exotic 2020. Oh, who knows if it happens, you heard it here first folks. All right, this story is from The Verge. Sounds like a lame, like, I don't know, straight to remember straight to TV movies. Now it's called Netflix. Sounds like a lame, like, low-budget Netflix movie. The Verge. Actually, the plot sounds like a Netflix movie as well. British 5G towers are being set on fire because of the coronavirus conspiracy theory. 5G phone masks are being set alight in the U.K., after online conspiracy theories have misleadingly linked the cell phone towers to the coronavirus pandemic. (sighs) The BBC reports that at least three 5G towers were set alight within the last week. That means on fire for everyone else in the rest of the world set alight. I do like these British articles because they have funny words. A Vodafone UK spokesperson, see, confirmed to the verge that four towers were targeted in the past 24 hours at the time of this article. Our engineers are assessing the cause of the fire at one of our towers in Birmingham. That's uh, Birmingham, England, UK somewhere, not Alabama. If it transpires that it was arson, which looks likely, then we'll work to help the West Midlands police identify a culprit. This site served thousands of people in the Birmingham area, providing 2G, 3G, and 4G connectivity as it's done for many, many years. That's crazy. Come on, people, don't do that. Because I'm sure the few of you that listen to the show are also in Birmingham, Birmingham, 5G towers. But the chance that you are, hey, man, don't do that. Rumors and conspiracy theories over a link between the rollout of 5G and the spread of coronavirus has been spread primarily through social media networks. A variety of group exists on Facebook and Nextdoor, where thousands of members repeat false claims. Nextdoor sounds like a food delivery app, but apparently it's a thing. Ah, here we go. One theory claims that the novel coronavirus originated in Wuhan because the Chinese city had recently been rolling out 5G. It's now supposedly spread to other cities that are also using 5G. Huh. The false conspiracy theories neglect to mention that a highly contagious virus would naturally spread more in densely populated cities with access to 5G. So obviously, the cities that have more money, have more people, need the 5G networks, developed places with a lot of people. That is where a disease, you know, will will spread quicker. Obviously, I feel like everybody knows this. Except these people. There is no scientific evidence that links the coronavirus pandemic to 5G, nor any immediate negative health effects to 5G. Full fact. An independent fact checking charity in the UK. I guess it's like our Snopes, but it just sounds cooler. Full fact. 5G uses a higher frequency of radio waves than 4G or 3G, but regulators in the UK have stated the electromagnetic radiation levels are well, well below guidelines. 
Next time I pick an article, it will not be with such difficult words. However, this hasn't stopped the wild conspiracy theories from spreading. Some people are even harassing workers who are laying fiber optic cables for 5G. The UK government's Department for Digital Culture, Media, and Sports. What? The DCMS? That is a thing? Digital culture, media, and sport. Just throw it all in there. Have everything. Everything in one department. They branded the conspiracy theories as crackpot, noting that it received reports of criminal damage to phone masks and abuse of telecom engineers. DCMS. Again, that's the Department of Digital Culture, Media, and Sport. It's calling on social media networks to control the spread of misinformation. Yeah, tell me. About that's what we have been trying to do that for a while. But of course... Uckfield FM, which is some other weird British thing, I think a radio station, had a nurse, someone who claims they were a nurse, and they said, 5G is sucking the oxygen out of people's lungs. So what I want to know, like, what's the difference? But like the 4G was cool. That was okay. Like, oh, that's fine. 3G, that's okay. And then at what point between the two Gs, I don't know what the Gs are. I don't know the difference, but somewhere between... 4 and 5G at like four and a half, four and three quarter G is where the oxygen starts physically getting sucked out of your body. I mean, now I'm, now I'm, now I'm scared to call anybody. You know, now that I think about it, you know, there's been talk that certain blood types are not as uh, contagious and all this stuff. I think it's people with T-Mobile because they have slower phones and they still have all the oxygen in their lungs. See? You thought I was a fool for saving money on T-Mobile. Now look at me. I'm the healthy one with oxygen lungs. Another one from the folks at Fox News. This is a good one. This may be one of my favorites yet. I'm serious. A story recently appeared on social media outlets about a couple who got into a fight. You know, that's common. I've been hearing a lot of issues with people being stuck in the house, you know, with their kids, with their family, with their spouses, and it's getting a little old, and people have been arguing. But these two, they got into a fight over a stockpile of canned beans. Beans. Apparently, they couldn't agree on whether to eat them immediately. Okay, that's a, that, I, that's a fair side. Or to keep them buried in the woods. The story was posted on Twitter, although it originally appeared on Reddit. Uh, according to the post, the unnamed author bought 30 cans of beans and 15 cans of chickpeas in preparation for the coronavirus lockdown. According to the story, one night he opened the cabinet to make some chili. And wouldn't you know, lo and behold, what in the world? His beans were gone. Not there. I asked my girlfriend, he wrote, and she told me she buried all of the beans in the woods. Hmm. After realizing that she wasn't joking, the author said that his girlfriend explained that she wanted to save the beans if things get bad. When the boyfriend accused her of being ridiculous, she reportedly responded by saying she was protecting our beans. I mean, that's hard to that's hard to get mad at, you know, according to the story, the girlfriend buried the beans because Canned food was most valuable for long-term means. And apparently she had planned on burying more beans in the woods. 
The argument escalated with the girlfriend apparently declaring that she will never jeopardize the beans. And the couple stopped speaking to each other. You know, I hate to hear of anyone breaking up. I hate to hear people arguing or anything going bad. But if you got to have a breakup story, that's a pretty good one as far as they go. And that's another one where when you tell your friends, like, yo, what happened? I don't know, man. She was tripping. She was burying all our beans. They're not going to. They'll be like, oh, okay, I get it. That's cool. Sorry you broke up. They're going to understand that. That one makes sense. That one is hard to debate. Hard to, you know, there's no devil's advocate. I don't know, man. Maybe uh, she should have buried all the beans. Of course. I mean, this is like a hilarious story. But, of course, not everyone was amused. There was one user who wrote on Twitter, as someone who's a vegetarian, I am very angry at people like this for making it impossible to cook dinner for myself. I can't find beans right now because preppers are hoarding them. I'm so glad all the beans are buried in the woods instead of part of my usual nightly meals. Buy some carrots or something. I don't know. Or go dig in the woods. Tell you what, if you're struggling as a vegetarian, you can't find it, go just dig or get like a truffle pig and you'll find cans of beans. Courtesy of KEZI News 9 ABC affiliate. I had to get this story because um, one of the headlines or something I read said, Oregon is becoming the new Florida. And I was like, whoa, that's a bold accusation. However, Eugene, Oregon, a raging fire broke out late last night at the U-Haul on River Road. But police say the story behind how the fire got started is even flashier than the flames points there for to the author points sergeant stotts with the eugene police department said this all started with a dispute between a man and a woman in the u-haul parking lot huh i was i was i, I read this i was like oh, did she bury some beans uh stotts said the man was in a vehicle and he threw a lit firework at the woman standing outside the vehicle what well, come on while she ducked for cover the firework burst into sparks and the man drove away. Story's over. Well, that was boring. No, no, no. Unbeknownst to the man and woman, a thief was underneath one of the other U-Hauls stealing gas. <laughs> Sparks from the firework flew near the gasoline. And four. Oh, I wish this was a video. I have four fingers up. Four of the U-Hauls burst into flames with the thief catching on fire as well. The gasoline thief and the woman both ran from the scene and the thief running away with his pants and sleeve on fire. He was okay. He didn't burn up. I, I wouldn't do that. Police said once they arrived, the owner of the U-Haul showed up and was able to pull the security footage, which showed the scene above. Stott said the footage was clear enough for them to see the license plate of the man who threw the firework. And they went and arrested him. Dang. He's been charged with reckless endangering criminal mischief. And I believe those are it for now, said the police chief. <laughs> okay. Uh, as for the gasoline thief, the police were not able to locate him. You know what? You shouldn't steal gas, clearly. But if the reason you got caught is because someone threw a firework and then four of the things caught on fire, 
you shouldn't get in trouble for that. You get a pass. Just of all the crazy happenstance for that to happen, like, you know what? Fine. They did speak to the woman who had the firework thrown at her, but police said she did not want to be involved further in the investigation. Is that an option? Can you do that? I didn't know you could do that. Like, no, I'm out. Excuse me, ma'am. Four vehicles burned up and this man's on fire. Can you help us? Uh, We have some questions. Nah. Well, but we have a warrant and we have this and a judge and a bunch of police people and there's four vehicles and no. Folks, we are going to wrap it up with this one from KATC3 ABC affiliate from Acadiana, Louisiana. Sure. That's something else I like about these stories. I've never heard of of half these places, man. I've traveled. I've been around. I've been fortunate to be a few places. I have never heard of Acadiana, Louisiana, but you will now. I don't know. This might be my favorite. I don't know. They're all so good. In an effort to alert residents to the parish-wide curfew in Acadia Parish, Crowley police rode around town broadcasting an alarm at 9 p.m. The implementation of the siren, which Crowley police told residents would be different from regular police sirens, is to let everyone know there's a 9 p.m. to 6 a.m. curfew because of the coronavirus. When you hear this sound, that'll mean go home. If you're out between 9 p.m. and 6 a.m., you'll be stopped and advised to go home. What, what if you're on your way home? Like, hey, go home. All right. I was trying until he stopped me. Uh, after a few days of giving the warnings, the police say they're going to start giving citations. If you're headed to work or leaving work, you must have documentation from your employer. Dang, you have a, a hall pass just to go home. Now, the reason they're being so serious is Acadia Parish received one of the worst ratings for the rapid spread of the coronavirus. So they put this curfew in order to try to slow the spread. There's nothing anyone needs to be on the roads for except emergencies. So starting at 9 p.m., the Acadia Parish Police Department played the following siren. Yeah, you recognize that? It's from the movie The Purge. They played the Purge siren. The siren that in the movie means, hey, there's no loss for 24 hours. Do whatever the heck you want. Go kill your neighbors. We don't care. It's Purge. Those movies are kind of interesting, man. I, I, I've i enjoyed them. But I would not want to hear them at home during the coronavirus. It was just crazy. I knew they had the curfew. But nobody was expecting to hear that kind of siren. Police Chief Jimmy Broussard says his intent was never to scare anyone. As we examined it, we didn't want to go through with our regular sirens because we didn't want to create more havoc. And one of the officers who is military approached me and said, well, you know, Chief, there is an old military uh, siren that was used. It was used in the movie Purge, but it's been used for many, many years. And after listening to us, I said, well, it's a more muffled tone. It you know, wouldn't create to me as much havoc. You know, I guess on the bright side, I try to find the bright side. This coronavirus thing is pretty bad, but it, at least it's not the purge yet. Not yet. Man, that is it. We are done. 
That is all the articles for this week. If you happen to notice, uh, this, this episode came out a day late. I had some audio issues, but I'm back. And if you got this far in the recording, please rate and subscribe uh, to Tony P. Podcast and your favorite podcast app. If you're listening to iTunes, give a five-star review. That would be great. You can also support the show at patreon.com backslash Tony P. Oddcast. So that is it. Until next time, you may have had a bad day, but at least you know where your beans are. I will never jeopardize the beans! <laughs>